0: I know I'm not worried about that. I'm just I'm the most the thing I'm most worried about is because we talk to a mic, not to each other. Do we look at each other or do we not? <laughs> no no no. We look at, we look at each other. This is
1: just a conversation that's just happened to be recorded.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. like FBA, okay Yeah.
1: <laughs> Except for this part. Welcome back to another <laughs> episode of Pursuing Jesus Daily. Uh Last week, I talked with Roke and we talked about the cultural differences uh, between America and Slovenia. We talked about uh, common struggles that a lot of Christians go through, and we just had a really great time. And this week, I'm joined by another good friend of mine, Ajbe. He's a native Slovene, uh, just loves to bike and work, and I don't know, I don't really know how to introduce you. Okay. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Should I? Yeah, tell mind? me about yourself.
0: Well, uh, yeah, as he said, I'm a Slovene. Um, yeah, I love to bike lately. And yeah, love to talk about faith lately because I'm a newlywed Christian, if you will, since November. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like talking about spiritual stuff is the conversations I most like uh, are most fond to me Mm -hmm. i like them the most and yeah even talking about that or talking about like physics and engineering that's kind of my field of study as well sweet so yeah that's it that's awesome how long have you uh been a christian since november
1: november so it's i don't even know what month it is Uh, what is it (laughs) it's 11th month so that's like eight months ish yeah it's been eight months yep dang so you are like still like super new but you've been around like the church and the
0: like, Christian environment for a while. Yeah? yeah, I've been around Christian environment since, since I met you, since that <laughs> summer. That yeah. was the summer of... 69? No, it was the summer <laughs> of um, 2015, I think. Yeah, it was 15. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good times. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 15, yeah, sorry. Um, and since then, I was going to church talking about it It was kind of subliminally trying to force it away for some time Mm. but yeah then in november kind of the decision fell that i'm sick of you know being in doubt and and, like trusting that god has a plan for me uh, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah i remember um when you and i talked about our faiths and you were trying to decide whether to become a believer you spent a lot of time just wanting to be like 100% sure like you wanted to know everything about everything um before making that decision I just thought that was really cool um you're someone who like you really try to find the answers to things and try to know everything before you make a decision um but with being a Christian, I feel like that's, it's impossible. Like, you can't know everything
0: about God, because God's infinite.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: That was like the, one of the, even before I became a Christian, I was like, if there is a God, there's an infinite God, and if there's an infinite, and I'm, and, and, sorry, if there's an infinite <laughs> God, and like, us people with finite minds, we can't comprehend, like, him and his fullness. So, mm-hmm. like even if there is a god I'll, I'll never know all of him that was my thinking even yeah. before I became a christian yeah definitely
1: and that's kind of a beautiful thing too like for a lot of people that's um it's more of a struggle being like oh i don't know i don't know everything about god or i don't know so much about him so how can i trust him but at the same time like if you could understand god fully like if you could see all of God, that wouldn't make him God, right? Because he's, because then that'd make him so small that we can understand him, like you said, in our finite minds, like, the beauty of God is that he's beyond our comprehension.
0: Yeah. And yeah, basically, if he were, if he was someone who would be able to be understood in his fullness, then he would be just like us because we can be understood, but like, him being an infinite God, like him not being under, not being possible to understand him in his fullness makes him a God partially, mm. partially what makes him yeah. in my thinking hmm. yeah so what's
1: um, what's just like one of the main things that um,
0: has changed in your life since you became a believer um, mostly I've, I've seen it in talking with other Christians and like actually having that like before i became a christian um i i heard christians talking like to themselves like referring to themselves like to each other um brothers and sisters and i was Mm -hmm. like what what even are you talking Mm -hmm. but like being a christian a few months after i had a conversation with someone and i really felt that sincere friendship and like really like she was my sister and Mm -hmm. like even with some of my friends, like, one of one of my best friends is, like, closer to me than my brother. Mm. My biological brother. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it more, like, mm. about everything more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's yeah. been, I think, mostly what changed since, mm. since then. Um, mm. And even, yeah, like, trying to think in everything that happens in life, how is God involved in this? because mm-hmm. like, basically he's involved in everything but like in what way mm. just trying to understand that yeah for sure and that's,
1: that's such a beautiful thing because like part of our inheritance with becoming a believer is yes being with God in heaven for eternity that's incredible and amazing but another gift that God's given us through it is having those brothers and sisters in Christ because we have this like we have this deep connection because as believers the deepest most intimate part of you is Jesus right and so when you meet someone who has that same deep personal conviction then you're connected in some way you know and you feel like you can understand them more and that actually kind of leads me um into the next thing I want to talk about which is um a couple of days ago, I was talking with a Slovene friend of mine, and he asked me my thoughts on, like, dating or being involved with someone who's non-Christian, someone who has um, a different faith. And, I mean, I, I told him what I thought. Like, I, I don't think that that's a good idea. I don't think it works out, just because, like, our our foundations are different, right? Because Jesus is my foundation. Jesus is your foundation. And I feel like it's kind of hard to establish such a solid relationship with someone when your foundations are different. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I I would agree. Like, even seeing it with myself, mm-hmm. even before I became a Christian, like, someone who strives for, like, pursuing God, mm-hmm. I just found them more likable, yeah. even even before. Mm. So, like, now even if I would, like, search for a future, like, partner, like, uh, significant other, yeah, that's the word, um, I would, like, look, look for them in Christian circles. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, a guy from our church gave me a good reference once, mm. that in your life, you should, there's this, In a Christian life, there's this middle point um, called God. (laughs) And basically, you spend your whole life running to that middle point from the outside of the circle. And if you see someone, like, uh, coming near you Mm -hmm. and, like, striving for that same goal, God, you should introduce yourself. Basically, (laughs) like, him saying that, yeah, you should... Look for a relationship with someone who is, yeah, like you said, has the same foundations and strives for the same goals mm. as you do. Yeah, exactly.
1: And, I don't know, with with me, like, becoming a Christian and getting to know God more, like, I see my desires towards um, people change. Like, when I was younger, I would, I don't know, i kind of be focused on, like, personality or how nice that person was which I mean that's not bad but throughout my high school years and college years I've been getting into with looking for a significant other I'm more attracted to someone who's actually focused on God and who's passionate about serving God Um, because it just creates a whole different environment because it's not just like oh, that person looks good or, oh, that, that person's nice to me. It's that person has an incredible foundation with a strong passion for serving God and serving his people. And that's such a beautiful thing to me. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting to see, like, as you follow God, seeing your desires change and seeing them change towards towards really what God wants more, you know? Like, a common Christian prayer is our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. Which I feel like the your will be done part is really hard for a lot of people to actually believe and actually say. Because all throughout life, like, we're constantly just, like, battling between our own will and God's will and trying to give up what we want and follow God, right? Right? Yeah. You know that? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's such an interesting thing to me because again, it kind of goes to like our small minds and what we think because as humans, we just think that we know what's best when in reality we don't. We're foolish, broken people. Yeah. What do you think about following God when it's hard and having to give up what you think is best in a situation?
0: Um, yeah, like, seeing it from the past and going through it, like, right now even, Mm -hmm. with multiple stuff happening, like, really hard to swallow pills, basically, (laughs) uh, it's, yeah, like, if it were, if it was really too bad for, like, that I couldn't handle it, Mm -hmm. it's, it would be, um, he would not allow it to happen, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, it sucks. And I can understand it still now, even after, well, there's been a thing going on and then I can't get it after more than a year mm-hmm. still. But, like, I'll get it someday, hmm. I trust. And even if I don't, that doesn't mean it's not good for me. Yeah, for sure. Like, it has happened to me. Hmm. And, I mean, even now I see great friendships coming from it, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so through those hard times and trusting God, you get to see how yeah it was or it was slash is i don't know uh painful, but you can see how God's working through it and providing good in your life right he's establishing new relationships yeah. new bonds with people
0: that's great yeah and that's there's like a good um saying like you never lose in it. you're never losing life, either you win or you learn and basically <laughs> this is this was kind of what someone described as losing, yeah but it was mm-hmm. basically learning a whole bunch. Dang. I love that saying. You win or you learn. Yeah. That's perfect.
1: Like I don't know. I feel like I feel like so many people are caught up with kind of with that. Like they don't believe in winning and learning. They believe in winning and losing. Um and so many people strive to win in life, whatever that may look like, whether Spiritually or financially or whatever. Um, But a lot of people aren't willing to work for it, you know? Like, I don't know. That's actually another big topic that I've been talking about with people here is just the topic of work and what people actually think of it. Um, Because I've noticed a lot of similarities here as well as in America where a lot of people don't really like working like they kind of dread it um I don't see that in you you're actually one of the people I admire with like you love <laughs> yeah like you love going to your job and you're great at it like uh Thanks. Sh- you're, like you're a barista and you're incredible at it like you're super nice to every customer um you go above and beyond when taking care of them and that's great and you enjoy
0: it right yeah it's basically a great job and it was like such a blessing Mm -hmm. because like even i don't know what it is like yeah a bit more than two weeks ago Mm -hmm. i had absolutely no idea what i was gonna do for the summer job (laughs) because like school was about to end Mm -hmm. like at that time it was ending in like two weeks and i was like what on earth am i gonna do like during this summer Mm -hmm. and then a friend mentioned like um them looking for a barista slash someone who would sell ice cream mm-hmm. and stuff like that like a little booth yeah um, and th- they're searching for someone there and I was like can you give him my contact <laughs> so he did that on Monday morning and like Monday evening I had an interview for like 10 minutes and then mm-hmm. basically scored the job yeah so yeah that mm-hmm. was such a blessing because I was praying for it for like mm. a week before that and I, I had no idea what I was gonna yeah. do yeah It was a blessing. That's
1: faith good. Yeah, that's so amazing. Like, I love how, I love how a lot of like in times like that where you're like searching for a job or searching for an opportunity or something, um, you try so hard to find it, but you can't. And then you just kind of pray about it and give it up to God. And then he comes through and provides an amazing job. A lot of times we strive to do things our own way. But then when we give it up to God, it works out better than we could have thought, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I really like that, but that was just a side thing. Back to the topic of work. Okay, sorry. Um, no, that was great. That was me. <laughs> um, <laughs> back to the topic of work. I love, like, here's a weird, like, a weird thing is, I love talking about work. I love reading about work. Like. I hate it when I have a day off. <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's it's a little different than the norm. And I should definitely value days off. But um, a lot of people these days just don't like the idea of work. They don't like getting up, going, and having responsibilities. Yet, really, that's one of the things God blesses us with, is work. A lot of people think when Adam and Eve uh, sinned and God cursed uh, the man, the woman, and the ground, um, that's when humans started to work. That's when we had to eventually get up and have responsibilities. But in reality, if you look in Genesis 1, it's a completely different story. Uh, In verse 28, it says, And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the heavens, and every living thing that moves on the earth. So here we see how God blessed us in two ways. <laughs> uh, he blessed us with people to um, be fruitful, multiply, have families, all that jazz. But then he also blessed us to have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing. And so that's That's what we were created for. We were created to um, be in relationships with people. And we were created to take care of the world that God's given us, which is work. Before Adam and Eve bit the fruit, you see them working in the Garden of Eden. You see them naming the animals and taking care of the animals. And that's what we were created for, right? Because when God made the world, he made it in a way where there was still more to do. Yes, the earth was good. God called it good and it was amazing. Yet there was still more to do. And God created us for that. He wanted us to work with him to take care of this world. And I don't know. I think it's, it's against our nature to despise work,
0: right? Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Cause like even being lazy and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, sleeping till noon which I mm-hmm. did for the past week yeah but like doing it like on a regular basis not having a job or anything I think that just destroys you because you wake up more tired than you would if you would wake up at 6 a.m because yeah you're basically just a blob and on oh. your bed and doing nothing and mm. that tires you out more than work with oh yeah for sure and the thing is like
1: A lot of people with jobs think that what they do doesn't matter like you may think like okay well god created me to take care of the earth but i'm a barista or like for me i work at home depot like once yeah but in reality you can still be partnered with god working and taking care of the earth and people through those things like you um Oh, you told me a story about the lady with her foot, oh, right? Yeah. You, what would happen there?
0: Um, so, first day on the job. Perfect. Had to call the ambulance, like, the first day. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, there was um, a British family, uh, an older couple, their daughter and their grandson. Um, and, yeah, the out of the older couple, the guy um, was, like, re- really nice came to order some ice cream or something i'm not sure Hmm. Um, gave him that he paid we talked a bit he went on then they they came back he ordered again um and like yeah it was really nice the whole time went went away again and then like in five ten minutes he comes back again and i'm like surprised third third time today what's going on (laughs) And I'm just, like, all all cheerfully, hello again. And he was, like, is there a hospital nearby? So, yeah, my stomach was just, like... Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) Uh, So, I was, like, do I need to call an ambulance or something? And he was, like, yeah, would you? My wife broke her leg uh, or her ankle. Um, And, yeah, so I called the ambulance and, like, then, then they came, yeah, we talk with the guy a bit because i mean it was nothing nothing like serious like life-threatening mm-hmm. it was just her ankle that was dislocated or broken i'm not sure mm-hmm. look like dislocated uh, i'm not sure but it was hurt <laughs> she couldn't walk um so yeah the guy was like really thankful for for me like uh, that i called the ambulance and mm-hmm. try to you know, helping the best way I could, and for my coworker, that she brought ice and everything for, hmm. for her wife until the ambulance arrived, hmm. um, and then he will he was just about to go into the ambulance with her. Um, they were taking her to like, just some medical home mm-hmm. they would take care of that, and just before Kiki went in, I was just like, you know what, couldn't hurt, so I just went to him and say, and said like, this may sound weird, but can I pray for you? And he was just like, yes, please do. <laughs> um, and I didn't have the time like to do it there mm-hmm. and then. Um, and, um, like, because he was in a hurry to get into the ambulance mm-hmm. together there. Um, but like I did later, later in the day mm-hmm. and like, even just exposing that, like me being a Christian personality mm-hmm. into that event, maybe he's heard it hundred times before and Mm -hmm. he was just like yeah maybe it's just a local thing here (laughs) but like coming to slovenia and hearing it from a random dude maybe that changes his Mm -hmm. whole life or generations behind Mm -hmm. the life and like with one simple sentence you can change a person's life basically Mm -hmm. or like a generation's life yeah i didn't (laughs) i didn't realize that was your
1: first day oh yeah it was was (laughs) heck of a day Yeah. yeah and that's yeah that's that's amazing because, let's say that that guy was a Christian and was a believer. Um, he came to you multiple times throughout the day, so like he noticed there's something different about you. He valued you, and when his wife got hurt, he came to you. Like he could have talked to anyone where his wife was hurt, but he trusted you, and I'm I mean he must have seen there's something different about you, and then when he asked to pray for him, that must have been pretty encouraging too. Being like oh, uh, that's what it is, he's he's my brother in Christ, like, we have that, and then say he wasn't a believer, like, the same thing, right, he saw something different about you, he valued you, he trusted you, and then realizing, like, oh, he's a Christian, like, that's what it is, and, like, that's really encouraging, because that's you reflecting Christ to the world, and that's the work that we're called to do, mm-hmm. right, and you can do that as a barista. Or you could do that working at McDonald's or whatever. Like any job, really. Um as long as it's not like <laughs> hurtful to people. Yeah. <laughs> um any job really. Uh you can use in a way to
0: glorify and worship God. And and yeah, I think it's in the Bible somewhere. I I don't know, like especially mm-hmm. in English, I don't know like the exact version, but there's something in the essence of, like, um, worship God in all your works. Basically, whatever you do, do it in the name of God. Mm-hmm. So, that that makes you do two things. I mean, makes you. Yeah. <laughs> that, like... Yeah, okay. Makes you do two things. Yeah. One is, like, always strive for perfection. Because mm-hmm. if it it's for God, it's kind of weird. Like, it's always good enough, but it's never good enough. Because, mm-hmm. like... If you're striving for perfection as a sinful man, you can't you can't achieve perfection. But like God realizing that, hmm he's also like, Okay, you tried your best. So that's good. Yeah. And then the second thing is like um yeah, like you said, like basically telling people about God, like reflecting God.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And, yeah, basically through your actions, even telling them about you, Hmm. about him.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's such a beautiful thing, right? Like, I don't know, from what we've talked about so far, like, I just find it super encouraging because, like, yeah, we're called to be in a relationship with God and to strive to know him more. And through that, we get to work and encourage and love the people around us, right? And if we do that, like, if we do that, we don't have a reason to uh, be stressed about finances or relationships or anything like that because we know that we're in God's hands and we know that, that he's the one who's infinitely powerful and who knows everything, not us. Um, and actually, I briefly mentioned this to Rogue last time, but that kind of helps with um, like depression and stuff like that. Like That's a big epidemic that's going on right now is a lot of people are being depressed or thinking about like suicide and stuff like that and it's heartbreaking right because we all need jesus and if you have jesus and know him then you'll know that you're loved by someone who created everything and who created you and who knows you like and that's the that's the sense of where we should find our value and our worth is in Jesus, not in other people's opinion of us or about how, quote-unquote, successful we are in life. It's by
0: knowing that we're loved by God. Yeah. You know? And a couple of years ago, Rock actually, yeah, Whoa. was like, he was talking about, I don't know, I think something that either me or him did wrong. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if there's a God that can love me that much, like as much as He does, I can probably love myself enough to forgive mm. myself. For what, I mean, if He could forgive me, I can forgive myself as well. Dude, 100%. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. beautiful.
0: yeah um anything else i yeah uh, you, you no. said i might tell my story I'm, i don't want yeah to man if you want to do it okay cool i don't want attention you know you just want attention uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay i've got 20 minutes i'll be done fine so yeah basically just for an encouragement i guess for Everyone, anyone listening out there if they're going through the same stuff Mm -hmm. Um, basically my story of becoming a Christian Um, so first of all it was like this youth group that I came to once and it was like really nice people saw something different with them didn't really I don't think I was like old enough I guess to comprehend what it was all about or just didn't care that Mm -hmm. much Um, So, yeah, I did that for, like, almost a year. Then went to my first English camp, which is, like, how would you describe
1: it? It's like a vacation Bible school.
0: Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. For a week. Yeah. And, yeah, there was, my first year was, like, it was weird, but in a good way. Because, like, I really loved the people there. And, like, two days we really got to know each other. (laughs) um, Yeah, it was. It was something different. could not really put my finger on what mm-hmm. um, and then, yeah, the last or second to last day, a guy there was like, "Promise me you will like get a Bible and try to understand some of it, and I was like, eh, eh. <laughs> i was I didn't say anything, I think I was crying my eyes out, <laughs> basically what I do, uh, yeah. <laughs> And yeah so I, I didn't that year I went to church a couple of times then overslept it once then just stopped going for that year mm. uh, and then next year which was the camp I met you mm-hmm. at yeah um, was yeah that was basically the year that it all kind of started so um, again it was great getting to new getting to know new people um, mm. Yeah, really had an awesome of a time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then um, the night, the second to last night, um, we had we had a like campfire, mm-hmm. um, and I was just like really sad. Like I mean, I not sad, but there were just all that emotion boiling mm-hmm. up in me, and I didn't really know wh- where what to do with it. Um, and a girl at camp. Uh, a, leader helper yeah helper um two years older than me yeah uh came to me and she was just like do you want to talk and we went we talked a bit about it like she was she's a she was a believer of course and like mm-hmm. try to kind of point all that emotion of mine to god kind of like trying to put the connection between my emotion and god i think mm-hmm. i don't re- remember that good yeah (laughs) um so yeah there was that and then like almost the whole what is now like the bible youth group like all of them basically came around and some other people as well (laughs) uh around the campfire and we just talked about it had an awesome time um and as I said that was the second last night there um and I was like, I'm just going to wait one more day to see if, like, that it's not just a temp- temporary thing. Mm-hmm. That I really want to get to know something about it. So, the next day I was still feeling the same kind of emotion. And I was just like, to our pastor, Sebastian, I was just like, can we do the Bible look study together? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, of course, pumped about it. <laughs> and so, yeah, that summer we did it, like, went through it. It was a nice introduction for me to Christianity. I wasn't a believer yet, mm-hmm. though, um, that time. Um, and then, after that, for the next year-ish, I spent um, a lot of time talking with Rok. Mm-hmm. He was probably my best friend at the time, and he's still a really good friend. Um, we talked about a girl i liked classic that, yeah, yeah classic <laughs> uh, about that and about christianity as well mm-hmm. and he was like always i mean not always he was he told me a couple of times like what it was for him like what hi- kind of experience he had cuz like he became a christian the night of the day that the girl approached me and started Mm -hmm. talking to me about it. Yeah. Um, And so he was telling me what it was like and I just like hardwired that and thought that my experience of becoming a Christian has to be exactly the same as his was. (laughs) And basically I had that in mind for a year. Mm. I was going I I knew I was going to go to one more camp next summer. Mm. Um, uh, And yeah, I was like planning it all out. Just waiting for that one, that that day at the campfire again, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, that that then I went to that camp. The evening came, we were up. Um, someone, the girl we were talking about actually uh, had like her telling her story um, about how she became a Christian. I was like, okay, emotions, bring it on, it's showtime. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, then a guy from our church and Peter, mm-hmm. Miracle, um, they approached me. They, we went to another room, started talking a bit about it. And I was, something happened that day, but it wasn't, it wasn't Christianity. It was a mental breakdown, no. like <laughs> the worst one ever, because I was just like expecting wh- what it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, well, where is it? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and that, that night sucked really bad. Um, But yeah, the next, I kind of got everything out that day. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing happened, I wasn't a Christian, but like at least I had another good day at camp because Mm -hmm. I was really, I don't know, getting all the emotions out so I was like (laughs) happy again the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was that, we finished camp it was still, like, a decent camp, even though mm-hmm. that stuff happened. Um, but then, yeah, the year went on. Um, and in the fall, um, we went to, like, church youth camp, kind mm-hmm. of. Just, like, basically the the people that are... Like, the youth did in the biblical youth mm-hmm. uh, Was it,
1: like, a youth group retreat?
0: Yeah, but just, like, the... Kairos, youth group, not the impact. Youth, mm-hmm. Like, Kairos is more biblically focused. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we went to that, and I kept asking questions and stuff. And um, Chris Wick, um, our youth, youth pastor, um, was just like, he was kind of seeing where I was going with that, even like trying to replicate the rock story and basically, from what we talked about, mm-hmm. he noticed and he was just like, stop trying to put God in a box. That's basically what he said mm-hmm. and like, those words are going to stick with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> I hope. And that was the day I understood, okay, yeah, like what I said before, if there mm-hmm. is an infinite God, humans with our finite mind can not just put him in a box Yeah, because he's infinite. Um, and yeah, that's was I yeah that really stuck with me and that kind of changed my view of thinking mm-hmm. about it um so yeah went on and like from that point from that point onwards it kind of really seemed like I was getting closer to it not just mm-hmm. like trying to prepare for it but actually something happening inside me yeah um so yeah the year went on um Talking about it, nothing major happening, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, then another another summer came. That was the summer, of two thousand twenty seven, uh, no two thousand seventeen. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> really. um, and uh, I was I was too old to go uh, to English camp again mm-hmm. uh, because it's yeah it, I, I was too old. Um, so I went to another camp called Performing Arts Camp. Um, and one one evening, I talked to a guy named David. Um, and he introduced me to this really interesting thing called apologetics. <laughs> and I was like, we were just talking a bit about it. And that's like what really... I was really like, oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> not just... It's basically... I define it for myself kind of like not just blindly believing in something. Mm. But actually like basically God saying fine. You don't have to just believe it blindly, but mm-hmm. you can check the proof mm-hmm. and you can believe it. Well, reasonably not blindly. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I, um, sorry, lost my thread. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it like that way from then on. Um, Yeah, trying to put it all together, like, put the puzzle together in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, so that was that for that summer. Um, It was an awesome summer, pretty much. (laughs) Um, And then the church youth retreat came, yeah, the youth church, church youth retreat came again um, in November of 2017. Um and the guy who first said to me at the camp three years ago, get a Bible and try to understand it. Mm-hmm. That guy came to that retreat and he was like, um, we were talking and I w- basically I think everyone saw, including me, that I'm kind of being sick in this uh, kind of being sick of being in this kind of mediocre state, not being a Christian, not being a yeah, yeah. non-Christian. <laughs> um so he put it this way like he stuck a stick in the ground Mm -hmm. and said imagine this is a cross and he said like you're you're um you're the guy you're the only guy I know coming this close to the cross and always kind of backing out
2: Mm.
0: so like just go beyond it like cross representing the beginning of your life as a Christian Mm. I, I I think yeah um and yeah that night was like fine this like this part of the program like it, it, someone had an evening talk there mm-hmm. and after that um let's let's go do like let's <laughs> go make me a christian i guess um so we we they had that talk i was like really oh no what am i going to do <laughs> but like then we went like someplace alone, I was like trying to back out, but he was like, not forcing me, but like trying to, you know, can not convince me that like, um, really make me realize that I should stop just like backing away from him mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> so basically after half an hour, he was just like, you want to pray? I was like, yep. <laughs> why not um so he prayed I repeat the prayer my language and that's basically kind of how my Christian story began mm-hmm. for the first part um and um, yeah and from then onwards everything went great no, then like... <laughs> three minutes after that or around that time. I'm not sure when, but like around that time something happened that really crushed me in the next few days mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, um, the night I was praying for the first time, it was the last night at that retreat. Um, we, we went home the next day um, and we'll, straight after that we went to a friend's place just to watch a movie or something. hmm uh, we went on a little walk then and he was like, um, made it like I really, sorry, are we good on time? Wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, we're okay. good. Cool. Are uh, you good on time? Cause you yeah. have work. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was, he was basically, we were standing in front of the door and he was like, do you see this doorbell? yes does it exist yes yes um and then he covered it with his hand do you now see the doorbell i mean do you now believe the doorbell is there and i was like yes why do you see it there because um, why do you believe it exists because i saw it there um and then he was like okay so god Is the same thing do you see it there no But did you see it work out out in in your life for the past three years? Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) It was like, in some ways, like the most stupid analogy ever. But Mm. in some way, it was like, oh, yeah, dude, nice. (laughs) Good one. Uh, Good one. (laughs) So that was that. The next day was Sunday. Mm. Church. And in our church, we basically do, is it called communion? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um communion on the first Sunday of the month Um, I was like still not sure if I should take it or not because it's my I mean our pastor always says um, like if you are not a Christ Christ follower Mm -hmm. I recommend you not to take from it because it's for Christians Hmm. Um, like not to exclude anyone just like I think it's in the i i'm not sure mm-hmm. but like i believe it is yeah <laughs> um so yeah it was that and but before that before he said that there was a guy who had a talk um and i was and it was basically the verses he was talking about one verse basically i think it's in john um where jesus sends on the cross and he's like his last words it is finished then he dies mm-hmm. and i was like it is finished he talked about it and i was like yeah it is finished meaning mm-hmm. i don't have to do anything because it is finished mm-hmm. the only thing i have to do is accept it. yeah and i was just like again crying my eyes out <laughs> and the pastor saw it and yeah. at the end of it he was like is there anyone here who would maybe like to become a Christian today? <laughs> no, just...
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Me.
0: And... I mean, he saw it. I think he knew where I was going, but mm-hmm. like... Really? Um, yeah. He was basically that last, last push mm-hmm. that pushed me over the edge and into yeah. Christianity, I guess. Mm. Uh, I mean, not, I guess, yeah, it did. Um And he was there. He was like, do you want to say anything to the church? No. <laughs> <laughs> Crying my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like, I want you today to be the first one to take communion. No. I was like, great. I will. <laughs> um, yeah, and from, we did that, we sang the last song Mm-hmm. The program ended and then there was a queue of 30 people just all trying to hug me. Aww. And I was like, brothers and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sisters. Mm. Um, yeah. Multiple of them crying, which made it even uh, like better in some way. Because yeah. like, they didn't fake fake be happy for me, but mm-hmm. they were really pumped about They're it. They were actually happy.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, dude. You should have seen our church... Uh, back in Oregon, like, the day we heard, like, the day, like, it was made yeah. known, everyone was so
0: happy. Wait, wait did Morgan let everybody, everybody? I don't even remember who said, it, but, like, yeah. there just maybe it was Carissa, because he oh, told Carissa. yeah, yeah,
1: It was probably Carissa. Yeah, just our whole church was just erupted. Like, everyone's like, hey, did you hear about Auschwitz? Like, nice. <laughs> people who hadn't even met you, but had, like, heard of you, like... Uh, everyone's so happy
0: yeah i'm pretty sure i had like over a thousand people praying for yeah God, you did, you there were multiple <laughs> churches in seattle no mm-hmm. not Seattle, spokane oh yeah and oregon and british churches uh, mm-hmm. i think as well yeah and Slovenian, and like it was a lot of people so yeah happy for mm-hmm. all of them so, mm. that's basically my story i kind of stretched it for too long sorry about that no it's not too long it's perfect then but yeah
1: that's dude that's amazing and i love that how like how yeah like you said like you've had like a thousand like a thousand people were praying for you that's true like people all over the world were praying for you people who didn't even know you Mm -hmm. and it's just amazing to see that like that unity that the gospel talks about how We are united in Christ. We're for our brothers and sisters, even if we haven't met them. And that's the way the church is supposed to be, you know? Supposed to be a bunch of people who love God and who love his creation and who support one another. So, yeah, that's amazing. I'm so happy. Me too. And then, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh... If you like this podcast, leave a rating. If you don't like it, also leave a rating because I like honest feedback. Um Ajbe, thank you for coming. Thank You've you been for inviting. An incredible co-host. And you're a natural at this. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> no, you're good. Alright. Uh I'll see you guys. God bless you. Bye.